Hi, my name is James Valdez, also known as Rose de la Cruz. I know that's a very long name. And uh, I feel very uh, aware of imposter syndrome. Oh, <laughs> aware. It's, I'm it's aware very, of it. It's very much present and you know it's there. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Always. <laughs> Always. And it's just these voices in my head. Tell me I am better off giving up or giving in instead of letting people down. And now these forces pull me in and make me stay in bed instead of getting up and convincing me that the morning's not my friend. And I know that I'm not the only one who's got voices that they try to hide away. What's going on, all my imposters? Thank you very much for showing up to episode number eight of the imposter syndrome. Uh, on the show today is friend, a teacher, a musician, James Valdez, uh, also known as Roz De La Cruz, is on the show today. Uh, we're going to be talking about their imposter syndrome as well. Uh, how going to school uh, seems to have its own version of imposter syndrome to it. And it's kind of where it seems to be a number of these people have felt their first kind of dose of imposter syndrome. And uh, that's one thing that James and I talk about. Uh, how do I feel about imposter syndrome on episode number eight? I still don't know. <laughs> But an interesting thing happened to me yesterday, last night, today, something, I don't know. Timelines don't make sense to me anymore. Um, that's my alarm. Uh, <clears throat> an interesting thing kind of came up that uh, uh, last night or the day before, whatever, where I thought to myself, I'm like, what else do I want to do on this podcast? You know, I do these intros where I ramble for five, 10 minutes, whatever. And then we do the interview. Do I want to do something at the end? And there's a few people that I really, uh, I'm inspired by with podcasts. Conan O'Brien needs a friend. Uh, Pete Holmes, you made it weird. Uh, um, and then we got Mark Maron, WTF. Like these are ones that really inspire me. And I know that Mark Maron at the end of his podcasts, he pulls out his guitar and he plays a little bit. And I had a thought process for a minute that maybe at the end or beginning of episodes or something somewhere, <laughs> not during the interview, that's its own thing, um, that I would perform something. Or maybe I would take the intro song and then I would perform it live myself at the end. I don't know. Uh, but I have thought about doing something performative at the end, which is interesting to me because it has been a while since I've thought about wanting to do that. It has been quite a while. Um, you know, it's been nine years since the last time I was in a band, which is really crazy to think about. That's such a long time ago, uh, 2014. Um, and it's been a while since I've really had the desire to perform at all for, for people, uh, musically. And that, that, that urge struck me for a second, <laughs> didn't last for very long. It was like lightning. It struck for a second, it left its destruction and, and off it went. Uh, but it, it hit me for a second where it was like, is this something I want to do as like I'd like to do on here as well? 
which again is interesting to me with imposter syndrome because before this podcast, my answer of perform something for people would have been nah, nope, not a chance, no more. I don't want to do that ever again. Too too nervous. And now all of a sudden that I'm putting myself out there more, it's yeah okay. And I haven't even posted these episodes yet. Um, I'm gonna be making a post uh, uh, about it on Instagram probably today I assume or tomorrow. Uh, and we'll see how people respond. But uh, uh, yeah, that, that was an interesting thing that kind of came to mind. So how do I feel about imposter syndrome? Maybe this is the answer. I feel curious about it. I might feel curious about imposter syndrome because I'm curious at how it's developing and changing and shape-shifting its form. I am very interested in that aspect. So we'll see where it goes from here. As for right now, where are we going to go? We're going to go right to the interview. Because on the show today, I want to thank my guest, James. Thank you very much for being on the show today. You know, I think, uh, um, uh, especially in, in our field, in, in music, it's oh, it's man. kind of ever going, right? Um, it, it's a constant thing. Because, like, you, you spend all this time making these really cool ideas that... Uh, um, you know, you're really happy with you sunk your heart and soul into them. Mm-hmm. Then you got to put them out there and hope to God everybody else likes them or at least somebody does. Yes. And and there's that moment of before you put it out there, you're like, do I really want to put this out here? I don't know. <laughs> and then yeah. you do. And then hopefully get a good response. Yes. Yes. That's that's definitely a constant thing with like, you know, with 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 artists putting out their own music, uh, working with other uh, songwriters, too. That's mm-hmm. a big thing. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, it's, Especially, a, it's a huge thing. Yeah. That. It's a pressure. It's it's more pressure, right? So you're you're going in, and then you're like, oh, I gotta write something. That that hasn't happened to me too much, because uh, uh, I've been doing everything in house with my team. Nice. Um, but at the beginning, when I was still trying to find my my writing style, um, uh, yeah, well, pretty much just a brief history about myself. Like, yeah, I've always been a really good performer. Um. Uh, especially growing up, like mm-hmm. uh, doing a lot of performances, singing contests as when Filipinos, is kind of uh, uh, pretty young. Uh, my when I came here to Canada, because uh, in Philippines I was more of a dancer than there. I was like just 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 a dancer in school and stuff. Nice. I wasn't really known for singing. Yeah. Um, uh, I always knew I had a good voice, and then uh, when I came here, uh, I sang something. Uh, 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 in my ESL class, uh, when I was in grade six, they're like, "Oh, do you guys know this uh, Filipino girl who sang um, uh, Reflection by Mulan? Because it's, it's the same girl that sang uh, um, uh, Aladdin and stuff." They're like, "What?" And, I, and then I sang it. They're like, "Oh my gosh, you got a good voice!" And then I, I, uh, they put me all around the school. That's my dog, by the way. They, they, they put me all around the school, and then they, uh, they made me sing. And then that's kind of like the beginning of like, uh, "Oh yeah, okay, I'm a singer now." Yeah. Um, and then ever since then, my mom pushed me to uh, to like more talent shows at school and then like involved me in my like, singing contest, whether I liked it or not. So but so so that built my my stage presence. Mm-hmm. Right. And then I went to Humber for, for for music and then that that just kind of built it up more and then releasing my own music, yada, yada, yada. So. Um, uh, what was I saying? Again? <laughs> I forgot what I was talking about. You got you got your writing staff, your team. Oh and, yes, and yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. So then, so then, when I started uh, writing, 
uh, my own music, I I don't know my sound. Yeah. I've always been an imitator. Okay, yeah, because you're doing like covers and stuff? Covers, right, yeah. singing contests. So I was like, what do I want to write? I know my influences. And then when I started writing with my good friend, uh, my best friend, uh, uh, his name is Adrian Thomas, also known as Kaluita from the band called New West, and they're kind of up and coming now. Um, we were just starting out like writing together, and I was very like, even though he was my best friend, I was very intimidated with by like him. by him, but yeah. also just like, oh God, I came all the way here from like, you know, uh, from uh, to like Etobicoke just to meet up with him, and I'm like wasting his time. So I think that's like, uh, that's 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 definitely one. That's like, one moment. Know, like that's one in, moment. In that concept, you talked a second ago about the fact that it's like you know you're doing talent shows, you're being pushed around, you're doing your thing, whether you want to or not. Was there a moment in the beginning where you're like, you know, no kid wants to do anything that's not mm -hmm. playing or or in my case yep. playing video games or whatever. So you know you're being put into talent shows and whatnot was there a moment of you as a kid that you're like i don't want to do this but i like doing it or is there a moment of like i don't i don't want to be here right now i don't want to be doing this at all mm, no no i think there's there's definitely a, a level of excitement um of that because i knew i knew what i had right mm -hmm. i knew like okay my voice sounds good when i sing and i know mm -hmm. that and i know I, know I need to build my confidence um so i think the the anxiety uh, came towards uh, stage fright more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was what I had to push. Um, I just remember, like, like we've we've all had it. Like, you know, like like our our first few performances are always nerve wracking as as heck. Yeah, and they, I was just shaking. Mine were terrible. Yeah, yeah, Mine were terrible. yeah, yeah. As you know, right? Like, it's just like yep. it's like it's, but you have to go through it as a performer. Because that's how that's how you break the ice. That's how you break the ice. Um, uh, but there were moments though where, especially in the Filipino community, uh, in that field of like singing contests, showcases, mm -hmm. um, there are like lots of like, oh, you should just sing for exposure, right? Like, uh, oh, and this for 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 this singing contest, um, uh, you're gonna win if you have more sponsors right yeah. so it's kind of like it so i got that pretty early on yeah and then that's when i was like i don't i don't want to do this mom why are you pushing me so you know bless her heart uh i i i, I pulled through some of it yep. some of it I, I had to say no uh, yep. especially when i was starting to get older but in some ways it did help me understand there, yeah there is that little bit of moment where <sighs> And it's hard as a parent, because I, I, I understand yeah, this yeah. from where I'm at right now, where it's like you see something there, you see a talent there, and you don't want to force and push it on them because then they'll they'll revolt from it entire, entirely. But at the same time, there's a little bit of a kind of edging them towards it a little bit. And sometimes you have to give that little bit of extra uh, nudge to get them there um, for them to yeah. like open their eyes and see like, oh, this is a thing. I didn't know for sure. all of this stuff, right? Yeah. And there's a there's a delicate way to do it. And I think for every single parent, no one knows what that delicate process yeah. is. Yeah. Nobody does. It's trial and error. It's trial yeah. and error. That's, yeah. that's pretty much what being a parent, that's pretty much what being anything is really. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which it's is life. the whole concept of, of how I found uh, imposter syndrome, how I'm kind of uh, uh, re, re, re terming it, redefining it is the word I'm looking for. 
Mm -hmm. uh, is, you know, the concept of fake it till you make it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that's true. Cause when we mm -hmm. look at other people who I think all arguably, we all have our moments where we're all kind of like feeling like we're faking it. Mm -hmm. But when you're faking it, what you're really doing is you're learning the process. So you're not faking it till you make it. You're learning until you make yes. it. Yes. And I think that's, that's where it stems, but yeah, but I think, I think, I think it's just like a very easy summarization of like, yeah, you're kind of learning on the go, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but, but, but yes, it's the, it's, it's the wrong way to think, but like, but like pretty soon you'll find out, oh, I still got to learn it. So you're not really faking it. You're just learning on well, the go. Cause you can learn how to do, uh, uh, the, the techniques, you can learn how to do the artistry, whatever in a lesson room, you can yeah. take it home and do it home. You can do it in a practice room. When you go on stage, it's a whole different ball game, and you could do yeah. it perfectly in all the other spots. But on stage, unless you have that experience, because I, I don't know how your experience has been. I've played um, some great venues, and I've played mm -hmm. the divest of bars. Mm -hmm. And there are some when you get there, the, there's only two monitors. They're 10 feet in front of you pointed in that direction. So when a band's playing and you're singing, you cannot hear yourself mm -hmm. at all. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just in your ears the whole entire time. And you kind of mm -hmm. have to know how to deal with that, how to how to hear the sound, how yeah. to feel the sound within your body and be able to deal with that. And you wouldn't know how to do that unless you are thrown into the wolves sort of thing. Yeah. When you became a teacher, I don't know about you. So when did you I, start, by the way? When did you start teaching? So I started teaching uh, about eight and a half-ish years ago. And I don't know math. Hold on. What, <laughs> what year is that? I, uh, is it 2016? Okay. Okay. 2016, 2015, something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so basically kind of how it all started for me is, uh, I was a musician for a long time touring, yeah, yeah. toured Canada, us, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, uh, my wife had finished university. We are, uh, thinking about having kids at that point. And I was like, I don't want to be on the road. I don't want to be gone all the time. I don't want to do that kind of thing anymore. I thought I did at mm -hmm. one point and I didn't. So, uh, I started in construction all oh. of a sudden and I did glazing. And the problem for me is the term doesn't know how to swing a hammer. That's apparently a real thing. And it's mm. me. If you look, <laughs> if you look it up in the dictionary <laughs> and I had to do glazing, which is installing windows and high rises. And also my second Ooh. biggest fear or my first biggest fear of, of life heights. is heights. My uh. first day of work, I passed out. <laughs> oh, I think I remember you telling me this. Yeah, it was terrible. Yeah. So I, when yeah. we were on layoff, I had to find, I was like, I got to do something. Yeah, yeah. So I applied to music schools all around. I got hired at the school mm -hmm. and I started teaching. And when I first started teaching, uh, I had a lot of students at first, I had about 40 and I looked at it as reps. Like I'm just, I'm learning the process. I'm learning how yeah, to do yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. I didn't have an education in it. I just uh -huh. did a bunch of singing over the years. Yeah. So I was doing all this rep work and getting it all done and figuring it all out coming home, calling my mom or my wife on the phone, being like, ah, I yeah, don't know what's yeah. happening. Am I, am I terrible at this job? How did you feel about it when you first started? Kind of the same, man. Like I started teaching in, uh, when I was still in school, oh. so I was trippy mm -hmm. and I was still in, uh, in Humber. I think, um, uh, I, my, my first ever teaching job was at this school called morning star. It's this Morning Star Church in Scarborough, uh, Shepherd and Morningside, and um, they were out. doing like, so what was that? <laughs> shout out. Yeah, shout out, shout out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, my 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 old saxophone player, uh, Sean McKinnon, um, um, uh, he kind of like uh, offered the job, like, hey, my mom's like the musical director for this uh 
for this church like do you want to teach i was like you know i'm still learning right like it's like yeah but like you can do it so that so that was when i first felt that like you know especially the imposter syndrome because like yeah i was like okay i'm gonna try to copy my my teachers uh my my, my vocal coaches uh way of teaching um so that was that was like the beginning right yeah and especially i was teaching uh one of my student um was on the spectrum so that's, a, that's tough that's hard and that's tough because i was yeah. like wait you're I, you know, like I've only been teaching for like one month with you and then you're giving me an, a new, another new student and, you know, it's on the spectrum and like, yeah. you, like you need kind of like training for that and yeah, there's something and to that. research. Cause, yeah. Cause there's students that I have that are in the same boat where it's like, mm -hmm. uh, uh, for some of them, they just, they can't feel, they can't feel sensory. Like they just can't sense, yes. uh, phonation or anything that's happening. So it's hard to help them experience that, that feeling. And the, the, uh, like the way you're explaining things. Oh, like you have huge. to be either very direct, right, or very simple. Mm -hmm. So that was that was very uh, that was very like learning on the go. I was very oh. learning on the go. And then uh, uh, after college, I I'd, uh, I I worked at a music store. That was another um, uh, uh, moment where I felt a lot of like imposter syndrome because you know like I like guitars, I play guitar, sure. don't know anything about them. Sure. Right. Like, so, <laughs> so whenever a customer asked, what is this guitar? I'm like, um, you know, and then I had to kind of like, just say what I know about it and then like yep. do my research. And then it's, mm -hmm. it's kind of tough, you know? So that's also one major, ex uh, 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 moments where I was, ex uh, I was you experiencing that. that. Yeah. And then, uh, I got off of that job, um, yep. um, cause of some politics. And sure. then I applied to singer's edge. Mm-hmm. And my guide, I subbed in one time, mm. and there's this one student, and very advanced, mm -hmm. and I've only, and I've been teaching beginners to to like intermediates right? all this time, yeah, all this time. And I didn't know how to handle it, uh -huh. so I did my 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 warm ups that I did at the time with with that student, and then when it came to singing, it was like. She was really good. <laughs> she mm -hmm. was really, really good. Mm -hmm. And then it was tough to pinpoint like what can help her. Yep. So I felt I felt kind of like sorry to her because I was like I felt like that was also a waste of time sure. for her. And uh, that was a major that was a major imposter syndrome. I like, I've my anxiety had, levels were high. I had a similar situation where I had a singer that like super advanced, very good, and early on in my teaching and I, I just kind of sat there and I was like, I don't know, I have no idea what to do with this. And this is at a time when lessons were being re like recorded and sent to have them uh, viewed by the boss. And I remember calling him just being like, what do you hear something like I don't I don't know what to tell this person. Like, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm completely out of ideas because they're mm -hmm. phenomenal. They're much better than mm -hmm. I am. So what do I do? Mm -hmm. And he's giving some tips, whatever. And then the one day I tried saying something and she came back with something else. I didn't have an answer for it. And she yelled at me in the class and left. No. Walked right out. She was like, that's Dang. it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find. It. And I was just like, well, that's my career. It's over. It's done. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, you have to realize that it's like in those moments, you have to know when to say no. You have to know when to just be like, you know what? This person's too advanced they're going to need somebody else. I need yes. stepping stones. But in that moment, you like, there's such a, you feel like you need to prove yourself. Yeah. And you want to be Big like, time, yeah, yeah, I can handle them. And yeah, yeah. 
in the end, that's tough to do. Yes. Yes. That's a big and one. It's, yeah. Cause like being a vocal coach, it's, it's a totally different approach. Like you're not there to compete with them. No. Right. You're there to help them. And, and I think that was like the biggest learning step, like, uh, like, like stepping stone of like, okay, let me sit back. What do they need? Yeah. What do they need? Like, what are they, what are they, uh, what are they, uh, like, do they need more like advice on like performing or mm -hmm. like, you know, so like, that was like, that was the biggest, that was the biggest stepping stone for me. Where I'm like, okay, I gotta like, just take it back and like assess yeah. each student and like customize the lesson yeah. for, for, and, for, for and per take, student. And take yourself out of the equation. Yes. Which is a huge hard part. Cause then I don't know yeah. about you, but when in the beginning I was like, okay, if I was struggling this, what would I do? Or if I heard myself do that. And then in certain students, I'm like, oh, mm. I've never done that. What do I do with mm -hmm. that? Uh, and it's taking yourself out of the equation and being like, listen, it doesn't matter if I have or haven't or whatever, mm -hmm. what are we here? And yeah. even to like, I think a couple of things that I, I would, I would say would 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 be helpful and would have been helpful then too is not hiding the fact that we don't know anything like yeah advice i've been given in the past is the concept of don't tell the student whether you know anything or not because you don't mm -hmm. want them to lose yeah. their faith in you yes. and kind of shortly after that point i was like you know what if i don't know it i'm just gonna tell them and i started telling students thinking like they're going to stay or they're going to leave. And all of them stayed and all of them were appreciative that I'm open and honest to be like, I don't know. Come back next week and I will. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I don't know right now. And mm -hmm. being honest like that had them have more faith in you because, you know, you're not going to blow smoke up their yeah. blow smoke up their ass, basically. Mm -hmm. And then for you and I as teachers to be able to look at each other and be like, I, I don't know what I'm doing. Do you know what you're doing? And yeah. then... <laughs> Even by the aspect of us just being like, nope, me neither. We can at least feel like we're not alone. And that's one of the reasons why I started this. I, I find with imposter syndrome, we can all suffer with it alone, thinking that everyone yeah. else is uh, um, learning till they make it and you're faking it till you make it kind of thing. And mm -hmm. in reality, that's not the case. You're doing mm -hmm. exactly like they are. Maybe a different path, different route, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the internal struggle is all the same. And mm -hmm. I wanted to surround people to let them know that it's like, it's kind of like mental health. You are not alone in this. There are people mm -hmm. who also struggle with this and there is help that can be get. There is help that can be had. And sometimes even just talking to other people who experience it is, is handy. Yeah. And it's the same with every field. It's not, it's not, it's not just music. It's every, it's, it's everything, right? Like, especially yeah. like, like for those, for those, for those, uh, uh, people who just graduated, whatever the program they're in and then they yeah. get pulled into a job. They're like, Oh God, you know, yeah. So it's just it's like, like you just got to build up the reps and the experience and um yeah it's, it's tough one, it's tough one student i was teaching was becoming a doctor okay oh <laughs> and, <laughs> and as they're becoming luck. a doctor right they're working their way through and uh i'm talking to him as he's working his way through and everything like that and then he gets into residency and stuff and i'm like how do you feel about a doctor he's like i don't i don't uh, feel yeah. like a doctor i feel like nothing yeah. and then he said you know what the interesting thing is though he was talking to a mentor of his Mm. And that person said, I also don't feel like a doctor some days, mm -hmm. which is reassuring and also frightening at the yeah, same yeah. time. No. Sometimes your doctor goes like, oh, I don't know. But that's just a, that's just a thing. That's Everyone just how it has is. this. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone has this. Yeah. When you're, when you're feeling it, when you're experiencing it, 
what are some of the things that you do? So, you, you know, you've experienced stage fright, you experienced yeah. that initial nervousness of putting music out. What mm -hmm. are some of the things that you kind of walk yourself through as you experience this? Well, let's, let's, let's talk about performance. Mm -hmm. Cause, cause I think performance, releasing music and teaching is totally three different approach, right? <laughs> <laughs> totally three different. Yeah. Uh, but all of it stems with practicing, sure. but with, um, with performance, um, uh, I still feel it sometimes, you know, mm -hmm. not gonna lie. Um, uh, uh, I play in a band called You Request Live, uh, and we, we do all requests. So we don't know what set we're playing that night. We just know it's requests. But most, but we know an idea of what, what people, people are going to pick. Yeah. yeah. So that was tough because, like, I hate lyrics. <laughs> I hate lyrics so much. Can you, I have, okay, can you not remember them? Yes. Because yes. I, I have a terrible memory for them. Yeah. 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 I'm notorious for having an iPad sometimes for, like, <laughs> for like performing. And I'm not going to lie. So that's where I have to practice, like, remembering those lyrics once in a while. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's how I approach it. Like, I just got to listen to the music. I just got to, like, practice the crap out of it. Uh, and then my anxiety levels are still up until the day of the performance. And that's kind of sure. like how I push through it. Yeah. So it's just it's just practicing uh, for, for performing, for releasing music. Uh Oh man, I don't know. That's like, I'll um, let you know. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think, I I set my 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 expectation my, my my expectations pretty low, um. And I just uh, I because right now I'm kind of like dealing with promotion and marketing. I think that's kind of like where more of my focus is at. Because uh, I do feel very strong about my music at the moment. Mm -hmm. So. So that's been that's been good. Like that's gonna speak uh, it's for just, itself. Yeah, it's just it's just a PR thing, um, mm. and you know that whole fiasco being in marketing honest. is a it's a beast in itself. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. So maybe maybe that's another subject. <laughs> teaching wise, <laughs> teaching wise, I think this was like the biggest thing. I think I think I think performing and and teaching are like uh, the biggest times I felt uh, the uh, like like I really have to work through. My, my anxiety, um, especially being thrown in like, you know, like teaching guitar for like sure. beginners and like intermediate. Like I, I talked to our boss, um, mm -hmm. to the boss that we worked with. And, mm -hmm. and I was like, why are you throwing me into this? Uh, I know I've been playing for <laughs> like guitar for 10 years, but like, you know, like, that I doesn't don't mean feel... I know anything. Yes, exactly. So um, I just, I do my research. I know what I'm teaching and I know exactly like what, what, what you said earlier. I know like, okay. If the student gets to this particular level, I'm going to recommend them to a higher level teacher because yeah. I, I owe it to them to be honest. Right. And I'll help them because I know that, like, I know what I know. Like, I know mm -hmm. I am good at music theory, at songwriting mm -hmm. and understanding patterns. And I think a lot of musicians in general need that. Mm -hmm. um, and I think I had to, like, really build this confidence in myself about, like, uh, I'm more of a mentor. In, sure. in in their musical journey, right? Understanding music, understanding songwriting, mm -hmm. understanding patterns. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and that took a while. So I just had to like really build that with, yeah. with students and, yeah. and research, and a lot of research. That's the exact point. Like you are a stop in their journey where I think in the beginning, you can sometimes think like, I am now this person's teacher. 
mm-hmm. forever this is i have to must do the best i can yeah and it's like no you're just a stop in their journey you're going to teach them the information that you know because yeah you and i both play guitar for a number of years mm-hmm. uh competently can do it but if mm-hmm. you said what's this like crazy thing over here oh, i don't know yeah i have no idea and you gotta sit down and learn it <laughs> you have to sit down you have to figure that out and if you don't yeah. know it i like all the time i had this one student she was in university uh super brilliant person um would come with chords and songs be like what's this chord and i'm like oh my god this person surpassed me i don't know and mm-hmm. i'd be like you know what i don't know mm-hmm. uh lennox you should go see this person mm-hmm. that person is going to be a really good person in that and mm-hmm. she went to him and i'm like okay well that's that's it she's gone Mm-hmm. was back the next week okay let's go with the next ones and had him as a stepping mm-hmm. stone to be like oh this is more complicated i'm gonna go to that come back mm-hmm. and it's yeah it's being honest is is such an important factor yeah in all of this um because the same comes... thing with like your old your old teachers too i bet right like 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 did you do like some lessons here and there when you were younger <laughs> so or like or like or like mentors here and there right like when i did when i did music lessons when i was a, when i was younger when I was yeah. a kid, uh, I did a, a competition. I did a couple singing competitions, not much in my mm-hmm. like late teens, early 20s. And I remember <laughs> across the board, everyone on the judge table being like amazing, just jaw dropping. Mm-hmm. One judge at the end was like, are you a fish? What? And I went, no. And he goes, then stop looking like one when you sing. <laughs> And I was like, what? what are you talking about? <laughs> and then I, was this on I, stage too? Yes, in front of an audience. <laughs> what and is I this? America's like, Got Talent? What is this? Like, okay, Simon Cowell, thanks a lot. <laughs> I find me for performing. What helped me with performing was improv comedy. Mm. And the reason why improv comedy helped me is because what I had learned from that was to yes and and just yes and any situation and when you're mm-hmm. on stage doing improv certain things don't go well sometimes they just don't and yeah. you learn how to embrace that moment and turn it into a positive yeah, or at yeah. least turn it to be part of the narrative and once i had learned how to do that performing became just like it just became an extension of me at that point in time easy but my imposter syndrome, my anxiety was so hard at that point that like I was in the early stages botching a ton it was mm-hmm. good, but I was constantly making mistakes. I was constantly screwing up frets. I was constantly forgetting lyrics, like whatever. Cause I was just mm-hmm. overthinking everything. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's a, that's a huge part. And I feel like you may have been the same, but with lyrics. <laughs> yeah. 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 For sure. Like, I think, I think with, with lyrics, um, uh, uh I know when to fake it. <laughs> And then when it just like whatever, sure. and or just and just the kind first of verse again, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, especially especially when it's my when it's kind of like my band that I'm playing with. Yeah. Um, if it's with other bands, that's when I'm like, oh, I'm totally botching this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm totally <laughs> botching it. Um, so I think I think I think playing with different people too. That's um, that's uh, that's because you part. know like yeah, I've been I've been I've been I've been lucky uh to like be playing with like a, a a good a good amount of like uh musicians uh in the in the gigging circuit in toronto um uh so playing with some of them and knowing their um repetition scares the crap mm. out of me because i'm like i don't want to mess up if i do mess up they're gonna think of this of me you know like yeah. like like all that all that stuff so yeah that's 
that's that's huge too so but that's that's a really good point like you you expose yourself to artists who may be better than you are now that, but that's you, what you want though <laughs> making you have to work that better level yes yeah and that's what you want like yeah. right and like and like and like we always hear that like like same to you i didn't get proper training um mm -hmm. i didn't get proper training uh my 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 mom pretty much taught me mm -hmm. um because she also has a great voice so is my sister um so we, we always used to like just just saying whatever and mm -hmm. uh uh making youtube videos with my friends that was a huge part of my musical journey because i would just uh, do that my my high school choir teacher was awesome he taught us really good music theory which is like amazing that that's nice. that's what got it like got like made me like understand music more um but i never got full training until humber college <laughs> and i had a lot of technique that i needed to uh to like really focus on and mainly if, you know like like i used to sing very nasally and never use my diaphragm a lot so yeah. that was that was a i was like okay this is a good time for me i was like 19 i need to like i need to get it together if you want to like last long in, in the in this in this music industry did you have a moment walking into that college and and kind of walking in there being like okay let's see what i have and then seeing the level of other talent there oh no there man i knew like, i was tough oh, shit. Yeah. no i'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> i also have a that. massive ego i also oh have God. a massive ego no I, but I, like i wish i want <laughs> I, I want the confidence of an athlete. That's what I want. That's what I want. <laughs> Dude, okay. That, that's that's also one thing of like 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 I think you have to have an ego, right? Like like you have to have that. Um I'm sure we all have some like you know like, Everybody's like different got it levels. Yes, yes. Different levels, right? Um uh, there's definitely moments where I felt like, man, I got this. I went to the mm -hmm. audition. Pff, of course. Mm. Of course, of course. Of course they said that about me um <laughs> and then i and then and then i um uh, i uh i heard some of the singers there during the prep workshop before the auditions and i'm like okay i'm at the right place <laughs> yeah i there's there's some really good ones there's some people who need more things mm. but that's not always the case man like I, I i found out that like okay i had an ego whatever i gotta work that i gotta practice all that stuff but it's not just about who is good at singing Cause like now look at like all my colleagues, some of them don't even do music anymore. No, that's sad. Right. Yeah. Cause not for everyone. It's a, especially the COVID uh, years. It, 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 it is, it is a grind. If you have ever like toured, it is, it, it it's hell. Like I have slept in the back of my trunk in the middle of February out East. Yeah. Uh, I've slept in a van with 12 other people. Like I I've, I've slept on floors all yeah. over the place it is it is a certain life that is not yes awesome for most <laughs> yeah 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 it's and you know like when i when i when i look at like the group of, of people i i i graduated with some of them are not doing music or not as active as much mm -hmm. um and some of them are just like killing it like either in the gig and circuit just like me um but i do need to be more busy so hire me um <laughs> uh but also like just like artists songwriters you know and like they're just killing it because everyone has everyone has their own voice and their own yeah. way of songwriting and it's not just about you know who's the best singer who's the mm -hmm. best performer no man none of that matters like you have to like do the work you have yeah. to do the, like do the grind like everything 
for sure. Do you do you believe? Do you? It's I don't know how to word this. Go go for it. Do you think? I think I think you mentioned it earlier being blunt is helpful for people to like learn and grow. Being like, I think it depends. But you know, like not like not like bullying blunt, <laughs> not like super harsh blunt. Like you just suck. Get better. Yeah. Um, in anything, not just teaching, but just in. I, I think it really depends, and I think it depends on on that person, that student specifically, and how how they react to you and your teaching. So yeah. there was one student I had in particular early on when I was starting to kind of gain more confidence in myself mm. and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks, I asked them, let's try this mm. and flat out. No. Okay, fine. You don't want to do that. You don't feel comfortable. That's okay. I understand that. Let's try this one. Uh, if you don't really know what's going to work for me, why are you even telling me to do all this stuff? And just like pushing back so hard, so hard, so hard being like straight up mean to me. Mm -hmm. And then the one day they came in, they started doing something. And I was like, at the beginning, I was like, okay, we're doing this thing over here. What, what were you doing there? Well, I thought this would work here. Okay, well, don't do that. Do this over here. This is too much. Yeah, yeah. You either want to be here with me or you don't. And you don't, yeah. that's fine. Yeah. And I, I think I think for the, like the 99.999% of the time, the cushy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I mean cushy. Like there's been students where I've had to turn my back, leave the room. Remember the basement? <sighs> Uh, yeah. the, the one yeah, yeah. I've had to like go to around the corner over, close the door and listen to them sing and just stand from out there and listen. And it's like, cause they need that space. They need nobody uh -huh. looking at them. Nobody present. Yeah. I think for the, like the 99.999% of the time, the cushy. Yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, cushy, like there's been students where I've had to turn my back, leave the room. Remember the basement? Uh, uh yeah. the, the one yeah, yeah. I've had to like go to around the corner over close the door and listen to them sing and just stand from out there and listen. And it's like, cause they need that space. They need nobody uh -huh. looking at them. Nobody present. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. you need to, uh, uh, sometimes just, just kind of bend and weave for what it is they need. Yeah. Yeah. I think in the case. Yeah. And I think, I think, I think being honest is good for them, for anyone, for anyone, like not just in teaching, right? Like just like whoever you're playing with, whoever like you're working with in general, like, like being honest, not being blunt, but being uh, like to to a point that it's rude, but like just tell them straight up, like, okay, this is the deal. Like you guys, now, just, like we just gotta. When you it. say when you say like, let them know, be blunt. Are you yeah. talking about the fact that if someone says like, oh, I want to make it, and I want to make it, but they can't mm -hmm. sing in pitch, mm -hmm. what would you? Are you telling them like, probably not, or are you telling them like, yeah. This is gonna take you a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's, yeah. There's a way that I say it. There's a way mm -hmm. that I say it. Just depending on the moment, I just say mm -hmm. like, "Well, listen, everyone wants to make it, you know." Yeah. And and like like you just got to put the work in, and yeah. this is the stuff that you need to work on. That's it. I think that's that's, that's what I say. Yeah, that's you what give I them say. a you give them a realistic expectation while also at yeah. the same time being like, "Here's all the things that are gonna be fun from it. Here's the things you're doing well with it already." Yeah. Yada yada. But giving them a clear like, yeah, what you can expect. Yeah, because I don't want to be like super aggressive with with anyone I work with. Um, no, neither do I. That was the one time where I was like, I just got frustrated. And I was like, no, yes, yes. It, well, it's needed sometimes, though. Mm -hmm. It's needed mm -hmm. sometimes because like you like you can only take so much. 
yeah as as that's, a as a mentor that's, right that's where i started to lean on my on my on my like improv comedy background where it's like if yeah. someone started to be like that i'll riff with you i'll riff with you all day i'll yes and it yeah and yeah, just yeah, go. yeah and for the most cases it, it if anybody was like that okay cool we can we can get around this we can work through this and mm. certain parts might be awkward for them because they feel uncomfortable not yeah. not knowing something and that's okay we'll feel uncomfortable together we'll make fun we'll make fun of it we'll be funny about it and that'll be fine mm-hmm. and in most cases that has that has always helped work them through it that's you find yeah. your specialty my specialty is that my specialty is is making the environment fun when it can feel uh, uh super tense and super difficult and super uh, uh yeah yeah discouraging at times yeah yeah for sure and i think that's a that's a that's a skill that's a skill to like it takes build it takes time for sure for sure and i think i think i think we experienced that so like 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 learning how to how to i guess just take control of the situation Mm -hmm. you know um especially in the in in the teaching and in the teaching field Mm -hmm. um like they're they're there for a reason they're looking for advice they're looking for a direction and no matter what their ego is mm-hmm. and, and and how they're approaching the lesson, they need like they're there for a reason, right? Yeah. Well, I found um, with that with that one student, their biggest thing was is that they'd gone to other teachers and other teachers had said, like, I can't teach you. No, thank you. Bye bye. Oh. And they were lashing out, feeling frustrated because they're like, oh, this is just going to be another one of those situations. And I had said, you and I might might bicker. We might argue. We might have our moments. But I'm never going to give up on what it is you're trying to do as long as you're working for it. Mm-hmm. You work for it. You work with me. Sometimes we may not work perfectly together, but if we work together over the course of the time, I'm never, I'm never giving up. I'm here. Yeah. And then that really kind of helped them like, like cool down and be like, if they're not feeling well, if they're feeling frustrated and angry about something, it's cool. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It takes yeah, a lot of patience. patience. So much, so much. So uh, much patience. Well, here we are. We did it. Did we now? We did the whole thing. This is it. Diddly diddly, yo. That was fun. <laughs> that was uh, that was that was great because it just felt like you just made it feel like I went in and you just started talking. I was like, oh yeah, man. You know, we're just catching up. And all of a sudden, I'm like, wait a minute, are we actually doing it now? <laughs> <laughs> my big this thing fun, with man. this. My big thing with this is like, I don't want to question, answer, question, answer, question. Yeah, answer. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll like read up a tiny bit on people and have like a yeah. something. And, and the more I'm learning about imposter syndrome, as I'm studying, as I'm talking to the people, I'm talking mm-hmm. to a mentor of mine, who's a university teacher, who told me all about this stuff about imposter syndrome, mm-hmm. uh, being re, re, redefined and stuff, and mm-hmm. just sharing it with everybody to let people know that it's like, this is something we all have. Let's all be in a room together and know so that way we can feel comforted by you're not the only one. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, just make it a, a conversation. Just make it a, yeah. just, a, just a chill hang. Yeah, for sure. For sure. That's man. And that's how it's it's important, I think, to to spread information, really. Yeah, absolutely. And thanks. Thanks. Thanks for uh, having me on, man. I think, uh, um, yeah, like it's, it's especially in our field, uh, teaching and music, like it's uh, it's a must to just talk, uh, talk it out, talk about it and mm-hmm. uh, find a way to like deal with. I think and I think the biggest thing is, is like, I, I guess anxiety is like the biggest biggest factor in with 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 imposter syndrome right and um yeah yeah so i uh, yeah thanks for having me on and good luck with uh, the future episodes i can't wait to uh, watch thanks, the clips man. there's a bunch yeah. this is episode eight <gasps> right infinity. here infinity right eight eight listen, infinity. Man, listen the number eight 
I'm not a numbers person, but number eight's my favorite number. That's oddly enough. You're every... just saying that. No, but here's the, <laughs> here's the thing, though. And it's been a weird thing, but all the albums that I've loved over the years, my favorite song has always been the track eight, eight song. Track Dang. Eight. I don't know why. I don't I, It must just be a psychological thing at this point where I'm just like, I'm just gravitated to it now. But like for years, I'm like, track yeah. eight, what is going on with track eight? This is, this is the, really? the jam right here. That's your, that's your sweet spot. So you have a tattoo with number eight? I don't, but I should. Let's make a bet. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> and it's just these voices in my head that tell me I am better off giving up or giving in instead of letting people down. And now these voices pull me in and make me stay in bed instead of getting up and convincing me that the morning's not my friend and i know that i'm not the only one who's got these voices that they try